Welcome to the Almost 30 Podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Krista. And we're your hosts, guides, and friends on this path. Almost 30 is not about your age. It's about the feeling. All of us are almost something, seeking community and resources to support the rumblings of transformation within us. Our conversations are deep dives, shepherded by our insatiable curiosity and desire for connection, enduring inspiration, and a sense of levity that we can all benefit from. We're looking to find the magic in the human experience. Buckle up, baby. Your evolution is waiting. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Almost 30. It's Lindsay. Welcome to a solo episode. Krista and I do solo episodes every single month, so thanks for being here. If you're watching on YouTube, what's up? I'm wearing a orange top. It's a vibe. I have transported from Studio 54. I was laughing as I was looking in the mirror. I'm like, oh, this is a vibe, girl. What are you going for today? <laughs> but I wanted to pop, okay? I just wanted to pop. Sometimes I need to bring in a little color to my wardrobe instead of being such a neutral girly. But welcome to the show. This is a place where you can come as you are. You will learn, you will grow, you will laugh a lot. Hopefully you will feel less alone. This is a beautiful community to support you in your evolution. If you want to learn more about Almost 30, go to almost30.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We started this thing seven years ago, which is pretty wild. And here we are, well into our 30s, but just feeling like that transition in particular from your 20s to your 30s had this potency and power that set the tone for, I believe, the rest of our lives to be able to navigate change. So that's what we're here to do, to help you navigate change, to keep it deep, but also keep it light. Today's solo is a lighter one, and it just came to me because I've been in a season where I've been slowing down a bit in various ways, physically, mentally, creatively, and I've had the space and the awareness to make some changes. And so I wanted to share with you today the seven changes that I've made lately that have made me happier and healthier. And I'm going to start off by saying these changes might not be for you, and that's okay. My intention in sharing these is really to inspire you to make little changes in your routine because, spoiler alert, change will happen in your life. And oftentimes it has this power to rock us. And so if we are practicing making changes on a daily or weekly or even monthly basis, we are going to become much more adaptable to change just by proxy. So I want to ground us before I dive in to my seven changes with a little astrology because I'm always so curious what's happening in the stars. And earlier this month on May 5th, we had a, if you're feeling a little wild, we had a Scorpio full moon and lunar eclipse. So major. I am reading from the 2023 horoscope book by the Astro Twins. So this eclipse was really about a very mysterious alchemical scorpionic wave coming through. And it was all about feeling what we hadn't been letting ourselves feel. It was about not figuring it out, but really opening ourselves up to a creative channel, a spiritual channel, rather than so in the mind 
it really challenged us to end things that weren't really working, but also at the same time allow for new beginnings. So this death and rebirth process. And it was watery, y'all. I was crying so much without like a particular reason. It just felt good. <laughs> so I just let it happen. But I wanted to jump to the Newman and Taurus happening on the 19th. And this is what the astrotrins have to say. Come back to your senses, all five of them. As the year's only new moon in Taurus focuses our attention on the physical and material world. Here's an invitation to get back into your body. Slow down and savor the pleasures that you might normally rush right through. The first sip of morning coffee, the feel of your softest sweater against your skin, a tree-lined view on your commute to work. This megadose of Taurian stability couldn't come at a better time. Since the first half of May has been filled with so much radical change, hello! Take a clear-eyed look at the practical pieces of your life, such as budget and schedule. Could you cut back on expenses or contribute more to your retirement fund? Arrange your appointments so they don't disrupt your most productive work hours. Since new habits are supported by this lunar liftoff, haha, I could not believe that when I read it. Since new habits are supported by this lunar liftoff, try adding a practice like morning meditation or cardio workouts that you do the same four days every week. In the coming six months, you'll see real life results if you create a simple, sustainable plan. Less is more. So this Taurus new moon is really pointing towards like the earthly pleasures and material things, getting into our body, kind of changing up our routines, simplifying our routines, new habits that perhaps you've been called to instate or reinstate. This is the time to ground in those. So I think this episode comes at a perfect time. And maybe you can start thinking about seven changes that you can make to make yourself happier and healthier. I am juggling quite a bit lately. I have a new baby, um, six months in, and uh, we are finishing our book and running a business and a marriage and a house. And um, it's just a lot, but everything is all good and just my dream, but it's a lot. But I have found that if my health routine is on point, then everything runs smoothly. And one huge piece of that routine is my supplementation. And Symbiotica has just always been a constant in my routine. Uh, if you haven't heard of Symbiotica, they're a health and wellness company that does everything with intention. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like I know them. <laughs> Shervin has been on the podcast many times. I just have seen how passionate, how incredibly intelligent, how dedicated he is to creating products um, that are clean, plant-based, uh, without toxic or harmful chemicals, which we need more of that in the world. Um, so let me just run you through what I'm taking. Um, I take the vitamin D3 K2. It's the liposomal form. I just squirt 12 little pumps in my mouth every single morning. I also take their B12. Um, I'm also obsessed with the liposomal vitamin C. I have these little packets whether it's winter or whatever season, it's obviously great for immunity, but it also um, is amazing because it has biotin, one of nature's most beautifying ingredients. Uh, so I've seen an improvement in my skin, hair, and nail growth as well. 
I do have mom brain, um, but I'm doing my best to just support my brain health in any way. So for brain health, focus and memory, I really love taking their liposomal magnesium L-threonate. Um, it's an innovative form of magnesium that is able to cross the blood brain barrier. It supports brain health, mood, immune system function, and overall well-being. It's incredible and tastes amazing. It's like this yummy vanilla cream flavor. That's the thing with uh, symbiotica products. They taste unbelievable. So it really makes taking all of these supplements so easy, so yummy. And I actually look forward to it. So if you want to give Symbiotica a try, there is no better time. Right now is the time. Symbiotica.com, C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. Use our code almost 30, 20% off site-wide. So major. And then when you bundle and subscribe, which I highly recommend because you never want to run out of anything, uh, you're going to get an extra discount. So just do it up. Symbiotica.com and use the code almost 30 for 20% off site-wide. Okay. I need to introduce you to a revolutionary new app, um, Superhuman. I have been doing these superhuman activations every single morning for the last three weeks. Let me just tell you, I kind of fell off of my game after I had the baby. Most of my time and energy was going to him, still is, but I have been able to carve out time in the morning before I get into the swing with him. And I've been doing these activations. I do a lot of the shorter ones because I don't have a ton of time. But let me just say, this is new. Like, this is a new type of audio that um, are super energizing and really specifically designed to transform you into your future self. So I know a lot of us want to manifest things. I know a lot of us are thinking about planning for the future, um, but a lot of us feel stuck. And so I've just felt like this has unstuck me in just the most beautiful way. So I've been doing a lot of their pep talks. I've been doing some of their writing activations. Uh, this morning I did the three morning questions. It was a seven minute, really vibey writing activation that I love. So I had my journal out. Um, yesterday I did a pep talk, uh, about tackling procrastination. There's a part of me that procrastinates quite a bit. So I'm just I love this. I love this. There's going to be an activation for you for this moment, for this day. Uh, It's incredibly supportive. So we actually interviewed Mimi Bouchard, the founder, not too long ago. Check out that interview. Uh, And we have a sample of one of the activations on our feed. So you can check that out as well. It's way easier to implement into your routine and far more effective than any other audio app out there. I've just noticed that I'm doing it much more consistently. So please don't miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts. On top of the 14-day free trial, get over 60% off your subscription for a limited time only at activation.com slash almost 30. Literally, there is no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The offer is only available through their website, not on the app store. So that's activations.com slash almost 30 for 60% off. It expires soon. The first change that I've made This one's a biggie for me and has made all the difference in creating less stress and anxiety, more mental space and capacity. And that is I designate one day a week. And in that one day, I have a two hour time block where I'm going to do the things that I avoid. And that could look like 
paying bills, opening mail, replying to emails, finally updating documents I've been meaning to update with my new last name, making a doctor's appointment, ordering groceries for the week, maybe taking my dry cleaning to the dry cleaner, taking that package to the package store to return the things you ordered, but it's just sitting on your counter. So any of those things that I have been avoiding but have been simultaneously taking up space in my brain, I'm going to do in those two hours. If I need one more hour, say three hours to get her done, fine. But what this has done is to allow a place in my week for this to live rather than it floating in my brain, nagging at me subconsciously, I'm able to know that on Tuesdays between two and four, I am going to do the things that I avoid. And on the other side of that, right after 4 p.m., I'm going to feel so fantastic. (laughs) And it is a feeling like no other. And you know that feeling. Every once in a while, you really dig in and get to the things that you've been avoiding. But we are going to make this a practice every single week. So I've noticed such a difference in my stress levels. I've noticed a difference in what energy I'm able to contribute to the other things that I actually want to do because the thing isn't nagging me, because I know I'm going to get to it Tuesday, 2 to 4 p.m. So this has been such a game changer. Okay, change number two. I have been doing at-home workouts, and I know some of you might be like, I can't motivate. I can't work out at home. I don't have the equipment. I don't have the space. I always give up or it's just not fun for me. I totally get it. And if this is not resonating with you, totally fine. But maybe there's a change within your workout or movement that you can make today to, one, maybe get even more into your body or maybe save you time or maybe take up more time moving your body. But my at-home workout routine, I didn't expect to like, to be completely honest. (laughs) I remember during COVID times, we were forced to be working out at home. And I just remember the heaviness and like, this is so hard. And we have to consider where we were at mentally, so many of us, and just how hard that was and how much extra stress and pressure and fear there was at that time. And so I wasn't hopeful about this at-home workout thing, but I have really supported myself to create the best experience. What does that look like? That looks like having the right equipment. So a mat. I love having a mat. So this is a space, a rectangle on which I'm going to be doing the workout. I get into my workout clothes and make sure it's a cute little outfit. I do put on my sneakers unless I'm doing like a yoga or some sort of Pilates. And then I have weighted ankle weights, wrist weights, and I have little barbells that I use. I also have little bands, resistance bands, and sliders. I mean, honestly, on Amazon, you can get all of these things super cheap and affordable. And I keep them nice and organized in my closet. And this, to me, really supports the type of workout that I want to do. It's not half-assed. It's really supported. Next is the platform that I'm using, and this is 
like not a blatant plug. This is not like supposed to be a commercial here. But I just want to mention a few that I've loved because it's really helped me to get motivated, to get excited about working out every morning, to get excited about like picking my workout for my particular mood and need that morning. I love Aloe Moves. I've been touting it on social so much. We are working with them right now, just FYI, but I'm so excited to be working with them because this platform has over, I think it's like 3,000 different classes, everything from Pilates to sculpt to hit to strength to stretching to yoga to meditation. They have like all these other classes as well outside of fitness, but I love the variety. I love that I can pick the duration. It could be 15 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. It could be 45 minutes. I can pick the intensity. I can pick the instructors that I love. And really what I'm doing is I'm doing a strength class every other day. So heavier weights or body weight. And then I am doing more of like a sculpt Pilates lengthening and toning on the other days. I've also gotten the habit of stretching on Sunday. So sometimes I'll do a stretch class as well. But let me tell you about what this has afforded me. So first of all, I'm saving money. The platform is super affordable. I think you can get 30 days free. You can check the show notes. Two, I'm saving time. So I'm no longer like hopping on the subway, going over to Barry's, coming back. That's probably an hour in itself, to be honest, when all is said and done. So I am saving time. And I think most importantly for me, I am able to prove to myself that I can trust myself to commit to a workout and complete it and feel really good about it and feel really good in my body. And I did that all on my own. I didn't have an instructor telling me what to do. I didn't have to pay for the class that I'm going to. I just had to pay for that membership to the platform, which again is really affordable. So for me right now in this season, I'm loving it. I might go back and make a change and incorporate two fitness classes where I'm with a group of people a couple days a week. So who knows? But right now, I've really enjoyed this ritual that I have in the morning where I'm able to take care of myself within a couple hours and be able to start my day really strong and really grounded it in my body. Just a couple other platforms that I love. I do love Sculpt Society. I was doing more of that a few months ago. And I also really love the class. So the class by Taryn Toomey, they have a digital platform as well. So anyway, just wanted to mention those because those are great too as different options. All right. Number three, baby. Number three. So I was someone who fasted in the morning quite some time. I would get up, I would have water, like I would hydrate, but then I would have bulletproof coffee. And bulletproof coffee basically is coffee. I put collagen in it. There would also be MCT oil. There would be ghee, like a butter. And I would have a little vanilla in it, even though there's amazing fats in it. And I didn't experience the jitters, but I would experience a tiredness in the afternoon when I would have caffeine in the morning and also when I would be fasting. So I would fast until probably like 10, 30, 11, and then I would have a hearty breakfast, lunch type situation, healthy with protein and greens and all that stuff. But the fasting eventually became really stressful on my body. And so for the last, I don't know, now it's probably been 
I would say like five months, I have been eating breakfast in the morning, like almost first thing. So let me just give you a little bit of an overview and why this has made me happier and healthier. So in the morning, I will get up and I will finish this like huge jug of water mixed with element, which is like a an electrolyte drink. You can add whatever electrolytes you want to your water, but you must have electrolytes. We need minerals. We need to replace the electrolytes that we use or lose throughout the day. And so I finish that. So I'm like really hydrated when I wake up because I've been drinking it all night before I went to bed. So I finished that. And then now I am making matcha. Didn't think I would be a matcha girl. I was like, blah, matcha, whatever. I like my coffee. But since I was experiencing those crashes in the afternoon, I decided to try matcha. And so I've been actually making, it's almost like a bulletproof matcha. I've been adding my bulletproof creamer and collagen to my matcha with hot water and a little bit of monk fruit. And I will have that as my beverage. And then at the same time, I am making a protein-rich first meal of the day. And I say first meal because I've noticed that what works best for me now is having like a smaller protein-rich breakfast first thing with my matcha, having a moment, digesting, going to the bathroom, doing my workout, taking a shower. And then about an hour later, I'll have like a heartier brunch type situation. But I want to talk about that first breakfast. So what's been working for me, variations on Greek yogurt or 100% grass-fed yogurt, organic, all the things, you know me. And this has a ton of protein. To that, I'm adding a berry, like a low glycemic berry, like a blueberry. You can do frozen, you can do fresh, whatever you want. I like fresh. And then I will swirl in peanut butter, so another source of protein that I love. And then I will add some granola, whatever granola you want. I love a low sugar granola, but I found this to be not only satisfying, you get the crunch, you get the peanut butter taste. It's just like the juice of the blueberry. It's amazing. But I am also getting a really nice serving of protein first thing in the morning. And this sets the tone for my day. Why? Because my blood sugar is stabilized. If first thing in the morning I am eating something sugary, which honestly, a lot of the times I crave. (laughs) That's why I add the blueberries. But if I'm just eating like a bunch of grapes first thing in the morning, while it's technically healthy, like my blood sugar is going to shoot up. I'm going to experience a crash. And then I'm going to have these cravings up and down, up and down all day. So I just noticed that this incorporation of protein first thing in the morning is so key for me. And I don't know if this is true, but I have heard guests on our podcast talk about this, but it also feels like this has been beneficial for my hormones. Fasting for women all the time is not necessarily supportive for our cycle and our hormones. We are on a a lunar cycle, a 28-day cycle, and so we're changing throughout the month. And if we're fasting every day, man, oh man, it just put a lot of stress on my system. So this feels so much better. It has not only helped me to remain kind of stable throughout the day, satiated throughout the day, no highs and lows, cravings or crashes, 
but it also helped with like my mental clarity. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. But just having that protein, like that satiety has helped me to think more clearly rather than having just like a little zing of sugar and then getting on with my day. So that's been really, really beneficial. And I've also noticed, even though I feel like I am technically eating a little bit more because I'm adding that breakfast meal rather than fasting through it, I have felt that I have actually maintained my weight or even lost weight. So it's really interesting to see what actually the body needs rather than restricting. Protein is just incredible and we should be getting more of it. Please follow Glucose Goddess. She's an incredible resource. Be Well by Kelly is another incredible resource. I am not an expert. I learn from these people, but this has made such a difference. So it is having breakfast first thing in the morning that is really packed with protein and then also replacing my coffee with matcha, with matcha that has a bulletproof creamer and a collagen. And yeah, I just noticed such a difference in my energy throughout the day. So try it or not. But this has really, really worked for me. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Oh, therapy, y'all. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I did before therapy, to be completely honest with you. I think I was kind of a mess, but you know, found it when I was meant to, but I have been going to therapy for about six years now, which is so crazy. So crazy, but it has changed my life and I will continue to invest in therapy for as long as I can. I feel like it has totally, totally made my relationships better, made my career better. I am a better mom. I am a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter and sister. Y'all, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do, this is it. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you get matched and you're like, eh, not quite a fit, they make it easy and it's free to change. But I've had a lot of friends try BetterHelp and love it. So I really, really encourage you to start therapy. It's been the best decision I've ever made for myself. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash almost 30 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash almost 30. Okay, let's move on to change number four that I've made that's made me happy and healthier. And I kind of teased this one during my IG hiatus, but it has become a change that I've made related to my creative process. We are writing our book right now, which has been so fun. It's been really fun to focus on one big thing that I'm pouring my creative energy into. And I've been able to really drop into my writing sessions by hiding my phone. And that is the change number four, <laughs> hiding my phone. We have to be really honest with ourselves. We have to know thyself and know that there are parts of us, mainly parts of our brain, that seek that distraction, that seek that connection, that seek that numbing. And it happens without us consciously even realizing it. 
And so to combat this, I've just had to completely remove my phone from my perimeter, from my eyesight, from my area, and I will put it in a drawer in another room. And soon my mind forgets about my phone, which is kind of crazy to think about since it grabs for it so many times a day and opens whether my email or Instagram or what have you a million times a day. So not only has this helped me to drop into my writing portals that I've created, I'll do like three or four hours at a time, but this has also really recalibrated my relationship with my phone. And so when I am reunited with my phone, I remember that it's in the drawer and I take it out. There's less of like this dependency charge that I feel with my phone. It's really nice. It almost like dissolves some of the cord connection to my phone and it becomes more of like a utility rather than something that I'm dependent on or something that's so a part of every hour of every day. So I highly recommend if you are meeting with a friend or having a friend over for coffee, say, put your phone in a drawer. Don't even have it around. Or maybe you're cooking dinner for your family and you're having just like a few hours, really quality time with them. Put your phone in a drawer. Maybe you are working on something creative and you really want to make some headway. Put your phone in a drawer. This is also great for bedtime. No phone in bed type rule. So this is a big one that I'm still feeling the effects of. I just love that my phone doesn't have that power over me that I once allowed it to have. So number four is hide your phone. Number five, interesting one. (laughs) Definitely a new one for me. And I learned about this and was inspired to do this by our friend Roddy Devlukia Shetty. And that is self-foot massage. I know. And I heard her describe this when I asked her, how do you come into a place like New York City? She was traveling from L.A. How do you come to a city? No, you have like a full schedule. Like, how do you ground down? Like, how do you just feel as in your body and peaceful and at home as possible, you know, in a place that definitely isn't home? And one of the practices that she shared was giving herself a foot massage each night. She does this at home and when she's on the road and she'll take like a beautiful oil that she has, like an Ayurvedic oil, and she will rub her feet. And when I started to do this, the nerd in me was like, oh, I kind of want to understand what parts of my feet are affecting the other areas of my body. Because as we know, through reflexology, There are pressure points and meridians in our feet that connect to our entire body. So lately, for example, I've been focusing on my lower back all the way up my spine and to my neck. And this point lives. So basically, the lower back is around your inner part of your heel. So if you think about your foot, your heel, you can think of as like your lower back, your hips traveling up the foot, middle of the body is the middle of the foot, the ball of the foot, say, is like chest, shoulders, and then we go all the way to the tip of the big toe, and that's the brain, for example. But I would highly recommend Googling a little reflexology chart and learning the different reflexology points that 
perhaps are beneficial for you to focus on. So I've been doing massages on these meridian points with a little bit of oil every single night. And Lord, I mean, you don't realize how much tension your feet hold. It's pretty wild. So sometimes it's not the most comfortable thing, but it feels incredible after you're releasing tension, you're hitting these points. You're really giving yourself some time and love and attention to the body and parts of the body that we don't necessarily give attention to has just brought like a new level of body awareness that I didn't know that I needed. Because look at us, we're like walking around all day on our feet and we give them like no love unless we like get a pedicure or maybe some of you out there love a foot massage. But to do this every single night for ourselves, maybe it's after the shower, like right before you get in bed. Oh, come on. Like it's just the best. So I have been doing foot massages before bed and I just slip into bed so relaxed. I'm even doing it right now. So, so happy. And my feet are so, so happy. And the rest of my body is too, because everything is truly connected. So look up a reflexology chart, get to massaging those feet and enjoy, enjoy it. Change number six is showing gratitude, seemingly out of the blue for my husband. And so this can be translated to your friendships, to your family, to your romantic partner, to your children. But I have found that when I express very specific gratitude, followed by an observation around that point of gratitude, that I deepen our connection. I deepen the understanding that we both have, that we are conscious, aware partners, that we are truly taking in the little and big things that one another does, that it's important for us to take the time to express it and to communicate it, not just assume that's how it should be or assume that our partner knows that we're grateful. And for me, this like stops time because we can be so in our zone, busy, busy. He's traveling a lot lately. I'm traveling. I'm writing the book. Like it's just there's a lot going on. And so if he can come home at the end of the day and I've done this often, he does it for me, too, where I can just say something like, I really am so grateful that you are in this season of just working so hard. You're on the road, like working so hard for our future family. And I just like what I see is you so passionate and so dedicated and you're never complaining. Like you are really just so focused and present. And I really respect that about you. And I'm just so grateful that you're doing that for, for you and also for us. And y'all, this goes a long way. Sometimes we can hold back these like thank yous and gratitudes and just expressions to people that we love because one, it might just feel silly. It might feel awkward to say. It might feel out of the blue because sometimes it is, but I think that's the best kind. And sometimes we hold it back because we don't want that person to then I don't know, like fill in the blank. I think we can make assumptions about what that person will think or do if we give them too much gratitude or praise for what they're doing. 
I think that's a whole other topic. But I really want us to be generous. Like I just found it to be so healthy and give me so much joy when I am generous with my gratitude. Not only just out loud to God and universe and source, but to people in my life, in my relationships. Thank you so much for calling me the other day, like just out of the blue when you said you were thinking about me. It just, it made me feel so loved and seen and it was really so nice to connect with you and I would love to like be able to keep that up like I will definitely you've inspired me to do that with you as well that's something that you and a friend might have a conversation around but yeah showing gratitude out of the blue be specific and follow with an observation you can totally just say the gratitude but it's like you know I've been watching you just put in this work or I've been watching you be so patient with the process that you're in and so present and I'm just inspired right so an observation be specific but that's one of my favorites as of late it's a nice anchor point in your relationships and a nice reset point okay and my last one, this one has just really rocked my world this week in particular and rocked my world in the best way. So what I've been doing, and I want to try to explain this as clearly as possible. So what I've been doing lately is calling upon a memory, something that has happened in the past, an experience that I've had where I have been in an emotional state, in an energetic state that I love. That might be deep peace and comfort. That might be confidence. That might be excitement, inspired. That might be like really shining, like in my light. And I draw on this past experience, this memory, by looking at photos. Maybe there's video of this time. Maybe I have a journal entry from this time. Or sometimes if I don't have any of those, I'll just drop into meditation and call upon this memory. And I just allow myself to be there to see the very specific environment, the people that are around, how I'm feeling, how I'm feeling in my body. Do I see any auric colors? Do I see or feel, yeah, just anything in particular. And it's this practice that has brought up so much emotion. Oftentimes it'll make me cry because it's as real as if it just happened. That's how powerful recalling these memories can be. And so powerful because I can then reflect on what made that moment possible and remind myself that I co-created that moment. And so if I'm in a season where I haven't felt that in a while, how can I create that moment again, knowing that I've created it in the past? How can I show up? What can I let go of in order to make this happen? How are my thoughts? What were my thoughts like then? Sometimes I will just even almost like osmosis, just kind of hold this version of me in this experience right in front of me in my meditation and really just be one with her, <laughs> like come into being with who she is because she lives inside of me, right? Like that was me. But it's like I see us 
coming together as one. And then I'm able to really access, oh, yeah, mm -hmm, that is inside of me. I can create that now. That is not a distant memory. And oftentimes what comes up, too, is just this like, oh, wow. I'm really proud of myself for creating this experience and now thus creating it again and being able to create it again. So it really gives you that opportunity to be like, yeah, I'm really proud. And I think that's such a beautiful acknowledgement to yourself that you're proud and you see and are aware of what it takes. And then finally, often I'm calling on this past memory because I have a current desire and that current desire I perceive really calls for me to be more of that, which I was in that memory, that experience. Oftentimes I will think back to my wedding day, that wedding weekend, really. And what parts of me were truly anchored in and activated to make that weekend happen like it did. And I'll look at videos, I'll look at photos because there's plenty of them. And you know, I'll reflect on what made that possible. And I'm just reminded that like, yeah, oh my God, that is part of me. And I'll just be like, you know, you're really amazing. Like <laughs> you made that happen. And then I'm bringing in that current desire I have. I have a video shoot coming up for my own personal brand, which is true. I'm going to be shooting for a YouTube channel that I'll be launching in the new year. And where is that girl? Let's bring some of that girl that like got up and sang at her wedding, that arrived to her wedding with so much peace and love and confidence and was able to be so present with her husband and keep us, him and I, the main thing. Like, where is she? And so I draw from that memory and I really infuse it into this current desire. Oh, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. I hope that was clear, but this practice is something that I know all of you can do. But we're moving so fast, sometimes we don't give ourselves the opportunity to do this. But let me know. I'm very curious. I am moved to tears anytime I do this, the best type of tears. The last change, number seven, was drawing power, confidence, peace, comfort, whatever your desired feeling is from a past experience by looking at photos, by watching videos, by looking at a journal entry from that time, or even just slipping into meditation and calling upon that memory and being able to draw insight on what made that moment possible. What within you that already is there can you call forward? Giving yourself kudos again for really co-creating that experience and being able to do it again. And infusing your current desire with that energy from that memory, that experience. So that's it. The seven changes I've made lately that have made me happier and healthier. Kind of a, a nice range from health and wellness to a little bit more energetic. And again, this list is not to force upon you any of them to say that they are right or for you. If you feel called to try any of them out, amazing. Let me know. I'm so curious how they're working out for you. But really, this is to inspire you and motivate you to create change in your life in these like seemingly little ways 
so that when big change comes about, you've already practiced and adapted to change on your own terms. You can do this. (laughs) You can do this today. Maybe it's every week you implement one change into your life and just see how it feels. Life is about curiosity and exploring and experimentation and it's not about perfection and it's really about getting to know yourself through these experiences so get to know yourself through change thank you for listening to this solo episode i'm Lindsay simsick and you can follow me on instagram at Lindsay simsick s-i-m-c-i-k i would love to chat with you there it is me in the dms so please dm me make sure you're subscribed to almost 30 this show is just a true hub and resource for you as you navigate your life everything health wellness spirituality relationship career we got you we truly truly got you and be sure to follow us on all socials as well at almost 30 podcast all right y'all thank you thank you thank you for listening and i will see you on the next one bye